You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. All right, let's do this. We took the week off last week. I know you missed us. But this week we're back with a new podcast, and I'm, I'm happy to say with each day that passes, we're getting closer and closer to this election being done. The election. Maybe not the results, but the election is closer to being here. And no matter what political stripe you are, I think you are probably experiencing the same kind of relief that I'm feeling. Um, I know there's some nervousness out there about even though the election may be over, the results won't be out anytime soon. I think that's a more of a remote possibility uh, than a lot of the, the fears may suggest, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. But now that we're back, let's get back into the flow of things. We're going to do a little bit of a recap of what's going on here lately, and then we're going to talk about you know how we might be finishing the year this year and how we might be looking at 2021. So let's dig in. Markets are up a little bit higher. The Dow is up a little bit more than 230 points as I record this, although uh, we're still a, several hours away from the market close, so it could go either direction. But markets did open higher, and they are higher right now, bucking the trend from Thursday's kind of mixed trading. Uh, the bulls are taking the lead this morning, brushing aside the resurgence of COVID-19 cases in Europe. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin have cited progress on the next stimulus bill, uh, but nobody is really expecting much of a breakthrough anytime soon. Uh, Asian markets ended their trading session mixed, uh, and European equity equities are firmly higher in midday trading, uh, kind of as we get into this on, on, a, on a Friday headed into the weekend. Let's get into retail sales a little bit. Retail sales were robust in September, rising a little bit less than 2% month over month compared to expectations of a little bit less than 1%. And this is according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Uh, the increase was another data point that actually supports that a more robust than expected third quarter rebound uh, is underway from the COVID-19 recession. Delayed back-to-school spending may have created some seasonal distortions in the data. September is usually a pretty weak month following back-to-school spending in August. Obviously, the schools haven't gone back, although I will say on a personal note, my two kids are actually back in school, and oh my gosh, what a relief. Not just for mom and for me, but for the kids as well. It's good to be back. Um, we're taking all the precautions that need to be taken. I'll hand it to the schools. They are really trying their darndest to to make sure everybody's wearing a mask, staying socially distanced. Distanced is a it's a tough, tough um, effort that they have to make, but they're they're getting it done. Um, but let's get back to the economics of things. The Federal Reserve Bank of Atlanta's GDP forecasting model estimated the annualized GDP growth of 35% in the third quarter before even taking into account the Friday morning report. So the initial estimate, official estimate of third quarter GDP will be released Thursday, October 29th. So that's something we're going to keep an eye out for. I really, investors, especially in the first half, that's rebound that we got in the second quarter uh, was based on this premise that things were going to get back to normal in the third quarter of the year. Well, now we need to see if that's actually been the case. We did have some, some flare-ups, some increases in hospitalizations and infections as we've kind of gone over on this podcast before. And so we're going to see how that's going. If we are seeing uh, 
kind of a resurgence among consumers and people getting back out again. That also bodes pretty well for holiday spending, which is something that we're keeping a close watch on. So with that, let's get into COVID-19 news. Uh, New cases in the U.S. have risen by double-digit percentages for nine straight days, which is not great. Um, And the seven-day average is up 16% over the prior week to more than 53,300 cases, according to the COVID-19 tracking project. Hospitalizations dipped slightly on Thursday versus the week prior, but the seven-day average is still 43% higher week over week. The hot spots right now in the U.S. include the Dakotas, Wisconsin, Montana, Nebraska. Um, and while cases may have peaked in Spain, there's a pretty wide spread across the, the rest of Western Europe, and it's gone on largely unabated. In fact, the Wall Street Journal reported that uh, Pfizer might actually be ready to apply for emergency use authorization of its vaccine by late November, which is coming just in time. Uh, for this resurgence that we're seeing in Western Europe. In fact, if you want to uh, take another look at what's going on in Europe and the the resurgence that might slow down their economic recovery, I would encourage you to check out our blog at fordfg.com slash blog, or you can find the, our blog post on our Facebook page. It'll link. There's a link there that can take you take you to the blog post. So, um, you know, earlier in the year, or at least a few months ago, there was this idea, and we, the idea was here with us as well, that Europe was a little bit ahead of the curve in coming back from COVID. So they could come out of that recession a little bit earlier, there may have been some opportunity there. um, But we're seeing a bit of a resurgence. And hopefully, that's not a sign of what we might have here in the US, as the weather cools off, and we go inside and flu season starts to come up, could kind of throw this recovery uh, into question a bit. But let's talk about recovery here as we dig into kind of the second half of this podcast. Uh, I get asked a lot, what do you think is going to happen with the election? What, what do you think is coming up here more immediately? Uh, and I, my response is almost the same to everybody. You know, we want to look to see what's going on with the election so we can kind of try and play our cards right as we go off into the next couple of years with the current administration or a new administration, however it turns out. But we don't want to focus strictly on the next 12 weeks, we want to focus on the next 12 months or even further out than that, right? We're not traders here. We're investors. And so we want to make smart decisions, but smart decisions for the intermediate and long term, not just for the short term. And so, yes, let's talk a little bit about the next 12 weeks as we finish out 2020. Thankfully, uh, we're going to have an election that's going to come and go. Um, all signs are pointing right now to a fairly large landslide for the challenger, uh, and which might help abate some of these concerns that we're going to have some sort of contested result over the next uh, couple of months. And if that's the case, that will be a bit of a relief, I think, for, for investors and, frankly, for everybody. Um, I mentioned a little bit earlier also that we saw some good uh, retail sales numbers. It could be some late season back to school shopping, but whatever it is, we have some pent up demand, high savings among consumers. I think people are, by all signs, are showing that people are ready to get out there and shop for Christmas, whether it's online, pickup, however we're shopping now these days. There's that appetite out there. So as we get into the end of the year, the focus shouldn't only be on the election. We need to look at we're in earnings season right now and earnings for the third quarter are giving us some really positive news that shows that we're maybe on the upswing. Um, there are some signs that holiday season shopping will be fairly robust. And so we could have a strong end 
to, to 2020, which is an important factor here. But let's now talk about 2021, right? We're not investing for to, literally tomorrow. We're investing for the long run in tomorrow. And so let's look into next year. N- not what does the middle of October 2020 look like? What does the middle of October 2021 look like? And there's no doubt that today we are in a recession. It's a recession that was caused by the public health crisis that we're facing. But next year, the, what, what comes after a recession? The answer is recovery. And so as we get into next year, we will be in recovery phase one way or another. Uh, It may come in the form of a vaccine. We may have all been wearing our masks and washing our hands and as a result have been able to get a handle on this virus. Uh, But we are going to have a recovery that comes naturally out of a recession. On top of that, we also have we've had one round of stimulus coming from Congress. The Federal Reserve has been buying, has their bond buying program. They're flooding the system with money. Um, They've committed to keeping interest rates next to zero for years. And I think there's this large expectation that we are going to get a second stimulus package. Like I mentioned, the Speaker of the House and the Treasury Secretary are negotiating right now. Whether that happens before the election, after the election, or after inauguration is anybody's guess. But I think there's this large expectation of not if, but when and how big a stimulus package may be. So start putting these things together, right? You have this kind of natural rebound that comes when you come out of a recession, unemployment starts to fall. You have dueling kind of stimulus coming from the Federal Reserve and from Congress, and which will be signed by whatever president that we have. Um, that is a lot of firepower as we head into 2021. So I think there's a bit of a reason to be optimistic as we finish out 2020, that things are looking stronger as we close out this year, and the stage is set for what's probably going to be a fairly robust year next year. Now, we'll get a little bit deeper into this in January when we do our 2021 outlook. And we'll, of course, have a podcast, maybe even do some videos online so you can see kind of what our fuller outlook is. But as things begin to take shape, it's really starting to look as though the pieces are in place for, for a recovery economically and a rebound um, both economically and a good year for stocks next year as well. So, of course, I will finish this by simply saying all of this is contingent on us getting our arms around the public health crisis. You know, I, as I've said before, the drop that we had in the second quarter this year, or in the first quarter rather this year in 2020, uh, was a function of a recession that was caused by the public health issue. And so no matter what goes on, if you want to solve the recession, you need to solve the public health issue. So the public health issue gets resolved. It, it means we will more, more likely than not come out of this, re, this recession that we're in caused by the public health crisis and then not being in a recession, obviously, will help your investments. So if you have any questions about what I covered today, please feel free to give us a call. Shoot us an email at info at FordFG.com. You can find us on our website at FordFG.com. And I look forward to talking to you next week. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. 
All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.